Now today's top federal headlines. Congress wants details from the Office of Personnel Management about how many political appointees have been converted to career positions. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee writes to acting OPM Director Beth Cobert. It wants to know how many have been converted since September of last year. OPM is the agency in charge of reviewing these appointments. The IRS is no longer allowing use of its e-filing PIN option due to the increasing amount of cyber attacks to the taxpaying tool. The online alternative for verifying signatures does not provide taxpayer information, but can be used along with other stolen data such as social security numbers and birth dates to file tax returns. The IRS says the attacks are becoming more frequent, so the program is being taken offline. The IRS reported in February a cyber attack on PINs where about 100,000 social security numbers were successfully used to access filing applications. VA removes another barrier for veterans to get services. Jason Miller tells us more in the IT report. The Veterans Affairs Department's trying to make it easier for veterans to apply for health care. VA launched a new online application on June 30th that does not require special software to open, nor does it need to be printed to be processed. VA says the new form replaces an often frustrating and manual process. Now through the Vets.gov portal, VA is offering an HTML-based application that requires nothing more than an internet connection and 15 to 45 minutes to fill out, depending on the complexity of the application. I'm Jason Miller. The Defense Department could use some better data when it comes to headquarters activities. The Government Accountability Office says DOD has identified up to $84 billion in potential savings it could make, but without more comprehensive databases, there's no way to know what effect the efforts will have. The Obama administration launches a plan to use data to change local incarceration patterns. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. It's called the Data Driven Justice Initiative. 67 state and local jurisdictions will participate. They'll experiment using multiple data sources to evaluate mentally ill individuals and avoid jailing those deemed low risk. The idea is to cut jail populations without raising local crime rates. The Veterans Affairs, Housing and Urban Development, and Justice Departments will lead federal participation. Several corporations and nonprofits will lend technical expertise. I'm Tom Temin. Lawmakers are responding to DOD's new transgender policy. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni with more. Senate Armed Services Committee Chairman John McCain says he will hold hearings on the Defense Department's new policy to allow transgender people to serve in the military. McCain withheld his opinion on the new policy, but other Republican lawmakers say they're concerned about DOD's priorities. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Mac Thornberry said the policy is the latest example of the Pentagon prioritizing politics over policy. Senator Jim Inhofe of Oklahoma says DOD is more interested in enforcing a social agenda than dealing with readiness issues. I'm Scott Massioni. Some personnel changes are made at the Pentagon. Air Force Major General John Horner is the new director of special programs in the Office of Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition Technology and Logistics. Also, Air Force Major General Stephen Shepro has been nominated as the next deputy chairman of the NATO Military Committee. Food prices continue to get nudged up for military families living overseas. Military Times reports school lunches at most Defense Department schools outside the U.S. will go up at the beginning of the next school year in August. Commissary prices have also reportedly increased over the course of 2016. And the National Institute of Justice wants to know how law enforcement agencies are using drones. The Justice Department program published a request for information seeking partners to help research the use of drones for crash scene reconstruction. It wants to assess the technology's current and future capabilities to determine appropriate uses. For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at FedNewsUpdates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.